Hey Olin, welcome to Geek Freaks. I want to talk about a few things before we get started. First of all, we're going to be heading to Brickfest on the 16th of this month. So if you live in the Sacramento area and you want to check out some cool Lego projects, gigantic statues, they have a bunch of uh, fun activities for kids and families, come on over to the Brickfest. It's going to be at the Golden One Center. We're going to be there taking pictures of the event, doing videos for the event, and uh, it should be a lot of fun. So that's going to be Brickfest in Sacramento. I hope you guys can hang out with us. Next, I want to invite you guys over to our Discord. I don't mention it enough, that's for sure. Over there, we talk about geek stuff and basically just discuss all the topics you hear about here, but we discuss it amongst as a group. And if you want to add your input, that's a really good place to do it. We also have an area that is Patreon only, where basically anything you say in there will be directly sent to me so I can respond to you. And if you have an opinion you want to add it to the podcast, it is definitely added to the podcast. That's the Patreon channel. And we just added this new... A creative council area where if you're working on, say, a podcast or your own TikTok channel like that, and you want creative input on it, you could put it there. It's a forum channel, and we'll help you uh, give constructive feedback on it. I know that's one of the hardest parts about being a content creator or just trying to be creative nowadays. Everybody's, you don't want the trolls, right? Well, that's a troll-free zone, okay? Uh, lastly, this is the bad news. This episode's audio is rough, guys. So we recorded live, and... What I didn't know is that two of the XLR cables, the cables we use for our microphones, is failing. It sounds pretty rough, especially Squeaks' mic. So what I did is I went and threw away every cable in this house. All the XLR cables are gone. It was like six of them. They're all in the trash. Just ordered a brand new pack. So whenever we do live recordings, it'll never sound this bad again. I promise you. I kind of promise you <laughs> that'll be the case. I appreciate you sticking with us on this episode. It's going to be a little bit rough, but... Uh, yeah, I hope you do enjoy it. And then we have a new challenge accepted coming out. Uh, today is a new one, and then another one coming out on Wednesday for Ahsoka. And uh, it should be a lot of fun. Thanks for hanging out with us, guys. Bye. Hey, y'all. What a Geek Freaks. I am Frank, and I'm joined by Jalen. Hey, hey, y'all. And we got Squeaks. Squeaks. And uh, we're recording live because we just finished our D&D session. second D&D game right yeah okay that's pretty dope now leading up to this you guys were you guys had a fake like I did before I started playing boy I look super geeky that's even more geeky than I am <laughs> what are your thoughts now on D&D I think it's a lot of fun I like how you know you build the story as you go to some extent by your actions uh, and it's just a fun adventure pretty cool yeah really you guys can mess it up and build an entirely new thing I am the DM and I could plan on stuff I had these boards already written up the maps and I was like boy I sure hope they decide to go that way and not the other way I'm having an extremely good time with it. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, on this one right here, you guys you guys went through basically a dungeon, right? It was a dungeon I, I built. Mostly because John came to me and he's like, I really want a certain kind of dagger that has a hollow edge. So I was like, okay, let me find a way for you guys to find that. And then I changed it to where it has that one in 20 chance that yeah, you did go about. Yeah, I like that. But if the dagger's not empty, that doesn't roll that. Yeah. It has to be empty for that. So you kind of have to lose something to gain something. Oh, it has, has to be empty to do the one and two. To be able oh, to, to, to yeah, drag water to out of it. Yeah. yeah, I get you. Now, remember when you guys went to that tavern, there was two people. There was the cartographer that was drawing a map, and there was somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. He was a hunter that got his ass whooped. He was all, like, just, like, all distraught and stuff like that. If you guys talk to him instead, you guys are going to go on this big uh, owl beast hunting journey thing. And you guys are going to find uh, an out, an alcove of like druids that were hiding, but he's hunting them down as animals. And so, yeah. So you had two different missions, whatever way you guys wanted to go. So if you guys, you know, we're going to try to push together. We, we used to stream D&D when I used to play, but we're going to try to put together like D&D clips and stuff like that in the future. John and I were talking about that. Yeah. Um, so that's something deep into the future, but look forward to that. If you guys got any advice, we could always use it. That's always good too. Mm-hmm. All right, let's go ahead and get into the news. First up, we have... All the Jason movies went to HBO Max except for Jason X. You were a Friday the 13th mm-hmm. fan, right? Jason X, best movie ever? No, that's fine. That list came out and Jason X was uh, out of it. Uh, totally fine. It was just getting way out there. That's all the comments, too. All the comments are like, oh, that's okay. As soon as you, because yeah. I kind of like let off of like, one was not there. They kept yeah. talking about it. And then it was like, yeah, we know it's just going to be Jason X. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it just does not belong. But I mean, props for the attempt to do something. Yeah. After you get to so many, right? What do you... I like that they're all in one place, so you kind of do a big marathon. Is there any particular Halloween movies you guys like to marathon on the day or getting close to Halloween? I always pick something random, and I started that movie listing of mine or whatever you say before Halloween uh, two nights ago. I started with uh, um, Abraham Lincoln versus or a Vampire Hunter. No. I never really seen it. He read the book. Really? Yeah. I never really seen it, and I was like, all right, I'll try it out. And I was like, okay, it's fine. 
But the goal is for this year around is to pick movies that I either one haven't seen in so long, or uh, two just never seen at all. Yeah, once and uh, that's why the Freddy and Jason, Mike Myers, Texas. I'll probably leave towards the end when I'm running out of movies to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, Beetlejuice, I watch every year, um, and all the like more like kiddier, nicer ones you could say, less war because they right now. Yeah. yeah, I watch them during the day. Um, but my goal is to find different ones like Vampire. I think my next one I haven't seen Sinister in so long and I know it's like one of the scariest movies Vampire. ever. Yeah. So I'm not the next one but. For me this year same vein that I haven't seen yet so I'm like let me watch them all together towards Halloween the Conjuring series. I haven't seen any. Well, okay. You'll see. Anyway. I haven't seen anything so I'm going to watch all of them yeah. one to another. Because those are just so those are picking up and then I think the Nun's part of that universe too right? Yeah. Well Nun uh, 2 is coming out. So. Yeah and I know my ass will be watching it so. <laughs> I like how it's a movie that's like being developed during the writer's strikes, like, okay, you guys don't need writer's support, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, John, what about you? What's, what's the horror movie? You guys, it's, Susan doesn't allow you to watch horror movies at your house. So, I, I like, I don't like to watch movie, movies by myself that much anymore. I don't know. And I used to love horror movies. I used to watch the most gory thing you can imagine. Yeah. But uh, now, yeah, it's like every Halloween, I'm trying to find more family friendly yeah. Halloween movies for her to watch because she loves Halloween Town and Hocus Pocus. Yeah. And, you know, yeah. there's a handful of those. Yeah. Uh, so it's kind of like every year I try to kind of stretch or broaden her horizon on yeah. horror movies, get a little bit closer to something that's got blood in it. So we're getting there. Yeah. Just, you just hit her hard with the Annabelle this year. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, some crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. So the next thing up is all three Batman movies are coming back to the theaters from Christopher Nolan and they're going to do a big marathon. This is only for the Alamo draft house. Uh, I wish we had one of these near us cause man, I would love to go see all three of those movies together. Is that still the best Batman? I don't know. I think uh, Robert Pattinson was was good, but it's a different character. Like we've seen with you know other roles, when you change the actor, you kind of change the theme a little bit mm-hmm. or the the feeling of the movie. Uh, so to compare him apples to apples is hard. I think once he's had a couple more movies, if we have like three uh, Robert Pattinson Batman movies, yeah, then it'd be kind of a fair comparison to put him head to head. But uh, yeah, right now. I still think the Christopher Nolan movies are... Because you think Batman Begins is not as good as The Batman. Is that a good way to kind of compare? Well, I think The Batman is good, and but I'm, like once there's once we've seen more in that okay. vein, then he might win. But I think right now, it's just that one movie alone isn't enough to, to beat out the... It's Chris. so good. There's a lighting in the visuals. Are we going movie or Batman? You said the best. I said Sorry. the Batman, yeah. What are you thinking? Okay. I'm thinking, uh, Ben Affleck. Okay, so I mean, people could be wrong. <laughs> Qualified people could be wrong. This dude literally took down Superman. Okay, but that wasn't enough to fight Superman. But I wouldn't mind seeing it. Yeah, but it wouldn't happen. That yeah. Who who would be Christopher Nolan's Superman? That's an interesting idea. Ooh. It has to be a grounded, more realistic Superman, one that has a lot of intelligence. But yeah, it would be a detective. It would definitely be the reporter first, then Superman second. Okay, that's something to think about. Yeah. But um, if I were to go to like just movies, um, uh, probably, um, yeah, I agree with John when it comes to like, okay, give me like at least the second the Batman. Yeah, he was so impressive in that movie. He was really good. I didn't care for him as a Bruce Wayne, though. I will say, Rock, uh, Robert Pattinson's Bruce Wayne was younger than yeah, only young and inexperienced Bruce Wayne for sure. Yeah, um, I like how he treated Alfred. Yeah, right. <laughs> and so hopefully, like in the next movie, that changes, right? Because we're gonna see yeah. him develop and grow. But uh, yeah, I think let me get a second Batman and then I'll compare and see if that one's better because nothing's going to be really the Dark Knight. Um, I mean, yeah, Heath Ledger taking it away. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Dark Knight Rises too is very good. We actually just reviewed it on Challenge Accepted a few months back and I was like, I forgot how much this one's good. It's just lived in the shadows of Heath Ledger. So everybody talks shit, but all in its own, it's a badass movie. <laughs> so just going to have to remember that. Speaking of the Batman, we have some rumors on the Batman 2. First off, that it's going to begin filming in March. This being that all the strike stuff's done. Boy, I tell right away people were like, oh, but they're on strike. They're not going to. It's like assuming the strike is done. Just, yeah. Come on now. Calm down, guys. I tell you. Anyway, so um, the rumor is that Clayface is going to be the villain. What are your thoughts on Clayface being the villain for Batman? Yeah, I think that'd be pretty awesome. We talked before about the animated series uh, and how you you were the one that was telling us. Well, he real fast. Yeah. So a piece of Clayface gets separated this is in the Batman the animated series. Um, it becomes a little girl. Robin finds a little girl. They become, you know, BFFs. And he, she doesn't really know her history or her memories much. Um, and so he's trying to help her find her way home and they become good friends. And it's hard because Robin doesn't make friends because he's a Robin. And, um, and so anyway, so 
Eventually, as she gets closer to Clayface, she realizes she starts to see through Clayface. And then, yeah, she's just a part of Clayface. And she's gone. It's reabsorbed into it. Yeah. And so, so then Robin's mourning the death of her, his friend. Yeah. That he just met, basically. It's hardcore. Like another two Vicks right there. But, <laughs> but the key with Clayface is he's an actor who was always like a really good actor. He gets messed up uh, by, a, I believe, a car accident. And then he puts this renewed stuff on. Yeah. And uh, it turns him into this Clayface character. Could we adapt that for, I think something there is there for like social media, like an influencer set of an actor maybe or something like that. What do you guys think? Uh, what do you mean? So what if, what if Clayface is like an influencer? Because we saw Riddler use social media as kind of like the fringe thing, you know, where he's, he's got crazy followers. What if this one too will use social media? Kind of like, a, what if the, the Batman's all Black Mary and we'll be using social media and then all of a sudden, you know, now so worried about his looks because he's all an influencer or whatever that might affect it. What do you think? I don't know. Because then it's like, okay, are we just going to pair that every villain's going to have the social media mark and then it's just the same thing? Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, I don't uh, hate the idea of changing it. Yeah. It's going to be something different, yeah. And it could be, a, a, instead of, like, focusing on how, you know, social media can be used bad or whatever, maybe lean on the, like, mental health aspect to where he can have, he can be struggling with an identity crisis kind of thing. He's always trying to yes. be other people now that he has this, you know, different face. Uh, oh, maybe he's somebody who watches too much social media. So he's always trying to be obsessive. Yeah, there we go. That's good. Uh, the key with the, the of the character right now, comic book wise, is he's part of the Bat family a lot of times. Mm -hmm. In the, I think it was the New Fifty Two, the, the Batman Detective Comics or whatever. That one, he was actually part of the Bat family. That was a good guy. And then in the Harley Quinn series, we see that he's just like one straight away from just straight up being a good guy. Yeah. And so I, I think that if he becomes a villain, if he's the villain for the Batman, I think by the end we're gonna have a redemption for him. Because DC's not wanting him to stay a villain. So he's kind of like Sandman, where he's like a bad guy with good intentions. Exactly that. Okay. He's just obsessive over his career, and he can't be it anymore. He's a he's a monster, and he used to be the Brad Pitt. Yeah. So it's it's almost like a mental... It, it's fucking... It, Batman villains are so good. <laughs> that's the problem. So yeah. Really, that's what I, we've been saying for a while, though. DC, instead of yeah. trying to compete with Marvel on making all these superhero movies, they really just got to lean into the super villain movies. Yeah. The, the, the Joker was amazing. Keep doing that. That is a full-on musical, too. They confirmed it just like a couple days ago. That yeah. is like, yeah, it is a full-on musical. It'll be the best oh, musical yeah. I've seen, though. Yeah, not fair. It's not hard to miss. But I'm also worried some about Clayface being in the Batman for the reason that the first one didn't give vibes of this whole, like, CGI image, right? So yeah. that kind of has me, like I said, uh, worrisome. But his story, though, I believe, belongs in the Batman. That's a good point. Yeah, because even the Riddler was in a bright green suit. Oh, no, yeah. Yeah. The serial killer too, so there might be something there to it. That's yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. I trust the team behind. I mean, who would have known that reason, something like that? But I trust them after the Batman. I I just watched it again recently. I'm like, man, these visuals are just so freaking good. So I trust them behind that. Hopefully, I would um, love if they do a villain movie just like how they did the Joker, where they you don't see Batman and it's really just building up that character until the sequel or like the third one, and then bring in that yeah, he's wreaking havoc in the city, and then this this bat comes and stops him, like he gets yeah. shut down, but doesn't have to be right away you can kind of root for him for a while until he gets past that tipping point of oh he was a good guy and he had good intentions and now he you know went crazy and he's a serial killer and then oh wait hey batman's here to stop him yeah and see that kind of that balance of power that would be good they, they could really toy with his the mentality uh behind the villains and heroes more in this one than they can in others yeah uh, speaking of uh the theaters we're talking about batman going with the theaters now walking dead the first two episodes of the daryl dixon spinoff is going into the theaters oh sure yeah so just a quick rundown on this. Basically, uh, he's going to be pulling a The Last of Us and escorting a kid across France. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know. The whole thing takes place in France. So that's kind of nice. Something different, at least. I'm real tired of Walking Dead. I'm way behind on it. I'm like three seasons behind, at least. On the main story? Yeah. yeah. So I don't even... I don't even know where I kind of got a little rejuvenated. You did? <laughs> I was not going to lie, because I pushed through because the main season was over, and I was like, look, I remember watching this, what, 2011, I think, is when it first came out. I could be wrong, 11, 12, something like that. Um, I think 12, actually. I don't know, whatever. Uh, so I was like, I'm dedicated to just finish, close that chapter in my life, right? Because mm -hmm. it's a big chapter. Well, I... I I'm a, I'll be... I'm about halfway through that last season. There was a time jump, and also, like, Daryl's, like, fully with whoever. Boy, that tells you, I'm just totally out of it. Yeah, yeah the guys in the white, you know? Uh, so, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, but I started watching uh, Negan and uh, Meg. Is that worth, Maggie? Is that Maggie. worth watching? Um, Those two, I can't stand the fact that they're getting along at all. 
they're kind of not, I don't know. Yeah. They're, it's like that whole like love to hate each other kind of thing. It doesn't make any sense. I, I was talking to John this, I'm like, if somebody killed your spouse, yeah. it does not matter. You're not going to work with them. Yeah. And uh, I know that um, Negan basically was having a child with this girl that he was at the event. So spoiler alert on the end mm-hmm. season. But then it started not with them. And I'm I'm sure I'm behind, obviously, uh, with the episode. So someone's going to answer this already. But it's still just Walking Dead. But like I said, I kind of rejuvenated myself. And I'm kind of okay with just watching. And some of that um, trash TV I watch while I'm watching the girls. Yeah. Um, where I don't it's like, good to have a couple shows there. Seven, yeah. yeah. And Even though sometimes I can't have them watching the screen because it is always still like <laughs> there. But yeah. My show doing that right now is Taskmaster. Have you ever seen Taskmaster? It's a UK uh, game show. I freaking love it. I've been watching the New Zealand one a lot. Um, and it's, you guys got to check it out if you haven't seen it yet. It's, it's huge. I Any of our British listeners are like, you guys don't know what Taskmaster is? Yeah, it's like one of their bigger shows. Mm. So yeah, that's really good though. Um, okay, moving on to Lower Decks is coming out next week. we got a brand new trailer for that. And in the new trailer, we see that they're going to be done with Voyager, at least in one episode. Uh, Jonathan, what are your thoughts on Lower Deck? Have you given it a new uh, another shot? I know last time we talked, you hadn't really cared for it much. No, yeah. So a long time ago, I didn't I didn't like it when I first tried to watch it. Then eventually, I did sit down and try to binge it, and now I do like it a lot. Yeah. Once I gave it time, I I don't know if I finished the last season though. I okay, think I did. Um, but yeah, I like it a lot now. It's just a different show. You have to understand it's, it's not going to be like vibe. Yeah. yeah, it's much more like Rick and Morty than it is like Star Trek. It's like Rick and Morty in a Star right. Trek. Setting. And even if you're going in as a Rick and Morty fan, you're going to be disappointed in that sense because it's yeah. not like it's crude or like that. It's true. still yeah. got Star Trek. Just the type of humor is, is yeah. not, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like a Star Trek, but then that crossover episode from those three shows. I'm still old. I'm still yeah. catching up on it, that. it was really, it was really good. And it makes me realize like the writing and comedy and stuff could be translated into a live action series. So I would love to see if they were to try to do that. Even, yeah. I don't know, just the, that, that episode was a trial run pretty much already, but. Well, is it Orville kind of just like a comedy Star Trek? Does it does it work like yeah, that? It's very I different. Think we know. More of like that Lower Decks feel, but an office com- combination. Like if yeah. you're like, you know, in our uniforms or whatever, we're talking to yourself or whatever, and something happens that they do the one-on-one interview with the person. Like, yeah. That, that, that would be a great idea. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I know like when you were talking about it, you weren't really caring for it, but I was explaining a while ago that it's a nice break mm-hmm. from normal Star Trek. You know, just watch something totally different. I'm now I'm thinking from the office. Stanley's definitely an uh, uh, a Vulcan. The way he's got like no personality. <laughs> yeah. He's just doing it like you can imagine like a Vulcan just doing a Sudoku over there in the corner. <laughs> you don't fuck with me. Or you just get the captain where he's just sighing like, "How oh, these these fucking idiots." Yeah. But he's got a mug that says like "World's best captain." Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh God. Yeah. Something like Mars best captain. They're in space. Yeah. Use any planet. There's nothing to do with. Oh man. Uh, man. I'm looking forward to lower decks again. All right, we also just learned that Volition has just closed up. They were the uh, company behind Saints Row and Red Faction. Did you guys play that last Saints Row game at all? God, no. I played it and I returned it. That's how bad it was. So I played it for under two hours. I was like, this is just a dog shit game. They've been becoming dog shit. Whatever. Maybe there's there's a reason why they closed down. Okay, I'm being harsh on this one. (laughs) Yeah. They've been dog shit since after Saints Row 3. I can go up to 3. You didn't like 4? No. I had a great time... Oh, God, I probably played three, like, two or three times. Yeah. But when they just went the simple, where it was, like, semi-grand theft auto, but it was with the gangs, and you kind of take over the territory, then you, like, you want to take over more of the other game, rival gangs territory because you start seeing, like, their numbers dwindle down. You, like, yeah. do all that. Like, that was a blast. I loved it. That was probably, I wish Grand Theft Auto would just do that. It, would, it doesn't seem like it's too hard of a feature to add to it. Yeah, but I think with Grand Theft Auto is, like, well, I guess you could say San Andreas. We got to bring the gangs back, really. Well, yeah, San Andreas did it. Did it. You're right. Yeah. But I think with... With Grand Theft Auto, it was so narrative based that it's hard to like add something like I'm controlling an area that that was very difficult for them. And they just Saints Row just went so off the fucking bizarre. Yeah, that fourth one was crazy. I mean, I enjoyed oh, it, yeah, but like yeah. you were straight up aliens, you had superpowers. Yeah, is that the one where you're in the game? Yeah, you're inside a simulation. Yeah. And then, um, was the president one different than that one? Or uh, is that you are president in that one? In that one, okay. Yeah. So I know John's like, what the fuck is this game? Yeah, it's so ridiculously stupid. So the new one though, um, how did you feel compare wise to the old ones? Like it was, it, so it, it rebooted the ridiculousness. You're on Earth. You're in like the old. You're in like this Western city, but the characters were all new. I wasn't attached to anybody. I kind of always liked that. Oh, Keith David's in this one here. You know, he's always around and stuff like that. Uh, but they reset everything, and like 
just the mechanics were junky. It's like they kept trying to add the games but also keep it grounding. You know, there's like the, all kinds of wacky games they'd have in the old ones. Mm-hmm. They kept trying to do that with this one, but it was like, this shit's just stupid. It was so, it felt like I kept saying like, this game is stupid while I was playing it. Yeah, yeah. And it's a shame because I think the IP is very good. The idea of these games that, that can constantly be competing in different territories, I think yeah. was very cool. Yeah. And it's just a shame that, you know, because of the reboot, you can tell they gambled a lot on it and it flopped so bad it brought down an entire company. Yeah. And yeah. We haven't seen a Red Faction in maybe PS3, right? Yeah. Probably. And they yeah. probably could have keep making those games too. Those those are just simple, you know, shooters. And you could have just brought those back too. Goodness gracious. Yeah. yeah. I just do you, didn't believe it. Do you just think somebody else will pick up Saints Row, like buy it and, and redo it, make a new one? You can say Microsoft. Yeah, I think Microsoft actually would be a pretty good home for it, matter of fact. But I would like to see Rockstar maybe just buy the rights to it. Yeah, integrate. And integrate some of the stuff. Yeah, that'd be kind of cool. Because Grand Theft Auto clearly is it's one of the best selling games ever. I think it's the highest money-making game. Man. Um, it's just that narr- and then the narrative situation is a little hard, but maybe they could add a fun version of it. Like in Grand Theft Auto V, the big thing was doing heists. So in Grand Theft Auto 6, maybe a part of it is owning different territories and stuff like that. Man. Yeah, it would be neat if you kind of branch out a team to, like, here's more freedom. Yeah, and, um, and compete and with your friends. If you're, if you're a gangster, you know, with your own gang and whatever, compete with your friend you play with in, in real life, and he's a mob boss on the other side of town. That would be awesome. that territory you're fighting over. Oh, yeah. When you say that, I think of uh, what mechanic I like is uh, For Honor. Um, and you pick a faction of Vikings, Samurai, or whatever. Yeah. Samurai and Knights. And you're online and you're doing battles with others. Mm-hmm. And you can pick whatever character you want. You could say if I'm the Viking faction, I could play as a knight. But I'm still fighting for the vac- uh, Viking faction. Mm-hmm. But as you're doing that, you're getting points to take over other territories. Um, so that'd be kind of cool if you kind of make yeah, that. Yeah, a clean job. That game is, is better than people give it credit. Still, but it's still going though. Yeah, it is. But I just feel like nobody talks about that. Like, it, But it's still, yeah, yeah like dedicated yeah. players. It's very smooth. I remember it's, it's one of the... One of the free games from Epic at one point, that's when I got it. And it was like, oh man, this thing is clean. Yeah. But um, yeah, just branch the team off and give them a little bit more freedom. You yeah. I have to be so serious or just make a simple like territorial game. Yeah. Uh, next up, it looks like by the end of this, September 26th, and we'll know for sure, video game voice actors will be on strike as well now. The video game actors. So not just voice, but also motion cap. All of them will be on strike. Um, the companies that they have the biggest beef with is Activision, EA and a couple of the big ones. It's, it's almost all the big ones. We know from the past, as much as we know, we're all Blizzard fans around here. Definitely Activision is shady in that sense. Um, what do you think? First off, how important are, are actors in video games? Well, who is your favorite? What do you guys think about this? Let's start with these squeaks. Oh, man. Uh, I kind of don't always think about motion capture when it comes to these video games. Yeah, you don't think about it, but it's there, yeah. Yeah, because you think of, like, obviously, like, like God of War and then um, Last of Us, you see them all dressed up doing their thing. Yeah. But it makes you think, how far is technology to where they could just create their own character and not have any motion capturing now? Very Yeah. Or if they have old records, I know they're going to be using people, whatever. Yeah. But old captures, and all you're doing is refacing that motion, essentially, right? Yeah, and if they're under the old contracts, there's nothing against it. Because think of it like a, in a game of, um, trying to think of like a, the It Takes Two or something. Yeah. It's not very graphical like someone's. Yeah, but there's like still motion capture in there for all the, but they just do the puppeting off of them. Uh, yeah, but what about a like a Crash Bandicoot? What are you capturing there? When yeah. comes the, the human. Right, 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 right. right. Yeah. So, so for something like that, generally there's motion capture for like the very early phases just for how a skeletal works, but then that person's yeah. done, and then like, yeah. okay, the skeletal moves like this. Yeah, um, yeah, I know. They they can dwindle that job faster, I think, than any other actors. Because if you're saying like EA, EA with um, is it EA that's doing yeah FIFA, yeah, yeah, FIFA. It's the same skeletons in right every time, essentially. Like, right. You know, yeah. there's like, no reason to miss. You it. can't tell me you're gonna bring in all these stars and put them in these like whatever. Yeah, all these players the have roughly yeah. the same body type and everything. Yeah. Like that, so. I will say, like, the voice acting, though, sometimes it makes and breaks a game. Like, yeah. I, I look back at some of my favorite that just, I mean, boy, God of War is such a good example, right? Because first off, they showed a lot of But the voice acting was just, yeah, you felt the emotions in that voice. Yeah. And then, like, you know, we talked to, uh, you mentioned it before, Danielle uh, Bussetti. Like, she researched Greek myth, or I'm sorry, Viking mythology so that when she's saying these words, she knew how to give the infliction to certain things. Like yeah. she, her character wouldn't know this character. So she made sure to research that. And like, 
that kind of effort's hard to get out of a robot. So, and so, like part of the question is, will AI be able to replicate the emotion that people put into their characters? Yeah, and you know, do it in a way that tricks us or fools us to believe it's authentic. And will the producers care? Will it make enough money yeah. with or without the emotion? Will we continue to buy games when it's, we know it's AI generated? Care true. Nintendo, like Nintendo, doesn't use voice acting almost at all. Man, yeah, yeah. Charles Martinet, who just passed, not passed away, retired. Sorry, uh, recently was the voice actor for Mario in the last what thirty years. But if you think about it, like how often do you really hear Mario talk? Yeah. It's mostly like whoa, yeah. you know. And, and it definitely takes you away when you're always like reading everything. Uh, and especially, I, I just like. Oh my gosh. I had to give myself props, okay? As I was going to Mississippi a lot of times to myself. Mm -hmm. I finally beat Tears of the Kingdom. Did you? They're just nearly 50 hours. Yeah. Like, I can't believe I put 50 hours in a video game right now. Um, with current state of life, you know? Yeah. Kids and all. But um, I was like, oh my gosh. But yeah, you do, uh, there's a couple cutscenes with um, Zelda mostly talking and some other mm -hmm. characters. Uh, but most of the time, yeah, you're just reading. And it does take you out of the game. So I'm not getting that Last of Us feel between yeah. Ellie and Joel, right? But... Is it battling for game of the year? Damn right it is. It, that it, this is the hardest we, year for games. I'm thinking Tears of the Kingdom, and I never played Baldur's Gate yet. Yeah. But Baldur's Gate is probably com you know, competing with uh, Tears of the Kingdom for game of the year, and that's super heavy narrative, right? And that's all before Starfield came out. Yeah, I think Baldur's Gate is so many. Yeah, I don't think Starfield's really much into it, to be honest. But yeah, I don't know. I think I, I'm, I'm loving that. But. Yeah, but I mean, it's it's one of those. I mean, we're gonna have to do we're gonna have to dedicate an episode to it like we normally do. But I think there's gonna be some tough discussions. This one, yeah. There's some games like we haven't mentioned Star Wars Jedi Survivor yet. Yeah, and I played the uh, shit of that, and it's one of the, it's the first time I ever went to a game plus. Yeah, and started playing it again. Yeah, but it is funny though. Like if I just bring up those two, that you got the super oh, heavily yeah. narrative game, uh, which is probably you know obviously hired by a bunch of voice actors, right? Yeah, uh, and then you have the one that just barely uses anything. But the, there was still there. There was a bug in. It's so funny. There was a bug in Boulder's Gate where it stopped one of the characters from using fifteen hundred lines, and uh, so they're like, yeah. "Oh yeah, we got to update that so that you could." And it's just like, "Holy cow!" If there's just one bug that stopped one character from using fifteen hundred lines, they how many lines they recorded for that video game? Yeah. It's almost in those options, you can hook up with anything in that freaking game. Um, and so yeah, it's that had to be very expensive gig <laughs> for the voice actors to be a part of, but. Uh, John, you know, bringing up the AI stuff, you're kind of like, I don't know. For me, it's like, be careful, people, because yeah, it's going to be a lot of fighting, and uh, eventually companies are just going to be over it. The two things, they, they do want a 4% increase uh, every two years. That's what they want in their pay, which I think is... How much voice acting are they doing to earn It that? depends on the job. You know, it's just a 4% increase to whatever they are getting paid now, so it's not like they're so getting... Just, so if they only got paid $1,000 a year, it's only, you know, 40 bucks more. I hope that's right, math. I think it is. Four <laughs> percent increase to the yeah, like the hourly rate or whatever. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like they're saying which is what you would probably expect at your job. Yeah, well, no, but yeah, <laughs> I should. <laughs> no, just like they're in a union. They are in a union. Yeah. So I'm thankful for the person that's like I've only done one game this year. Then they got paid very little compared to the person that did six games. Right. So, so then not, that, they don't get paid the same amount as each other. So then they're we're taking the yearly salary of someone and then giving them four percent there or just it's a four percent raise on how much you get paid. That's it. Like if you got if you if you get paid, you know, a thousand dollars per gig, you now get a thousand and forty bucks. Yeah. If you don't do any work, you don't get paid. Yeah. If you get yeah, so, so the one person who worked enough for a hundred thousand dollars, the person who works a thousand dollars, they're both getting only four percent more per two years. Yeah. So 2% per year, but it goes up every two years. So there's that one. The other one is that they want protections against AI. Yeah. And every that's what every union's wanting right now. Yeah. Uh, we're going to see it across the board, UPS and all the stuff like that. That's what part of their negotiations. The third thing is that they want to have time to be able to rest their voice in between gigs. Yeah. And so you can't fire somebody just because they just got done with one job. and Take a month off or yeah. three weeks. Because, like, yeah, so basically it's saying, like, if you're making a AAA title, then, okay, while I'm resting my voice, work on something else, and then I'll come back. Clearly I'm, like, trying to, because, yeah. you know, we're trying to argue it out. So I'm trying to defend them on the situation. But, you know, so that's kind of what they're wanting there. Yeah. Yeah. That worries me, though, because, like, I don't think AI is too far away in development. I mean, it's being used already. So I think it's successful enough that they could choose to say, forget the voice actors. We're just going to double down into... I know, it's scary how close they are to that. Yeah, I mean, they could just make that choice today and yeah. they'll be fighting the unions on it, but... But what's going to stop stop us? Uh, okay, yeah, people that are like, are anti that, right? They're going to support it, not buy the game. Okay. But if you're going to throw like the next uh, Spider-Man 3 
in front of me, and it's all AI. It's tough. I'm gonna yeah, and buy Spider Man three. And, yeah, and oh. how much less copies do they need to sell to make the profit back? Yeah. If they saved twenty percent on the expense of the game because they didn't yeah. have to pay actors, I know we sound like bad guys, right? Well, now, well, I will <laughs> actually let me let me address that real quick, Jolid. So for Disney, yeah, want to say it's seventy two. For Disney to be able to meet all the demands of all the people that are striking right now, mm-hmm. per year they'd have to pay an extra seventy two million dollars. That's yeah. nothing for Disney. Seventy two million. Oh, right. but per year. But okay, yeah, yeah. But it's not like per. It's not for one game, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, no, the company would have to pay $72 million. I'm saying Disney right now. I'm saying for their for the actors and the writers. Okay, right. Yeah, yeah. All they'd have to do is pay $72 million to meet all the demands. Yeah. And they make billions of dollars. They make but... a billion to billions of dollars. I mean, the last one of the fuck from Marvel, I couldn't even tell you which one it was. It was $500 million to $1,000. Oh, it was probably Guardians of the Galaxy 3, which that one deserved it. Actually, let me clarify. Yeah. <laughs> that one was super good. Um, but he knows that they hit a billion dollars. So it's like, okay, just one. I mean, it doesn't even have to be that. If you crap out another Little Mermaid. That one's going to make up the money you just spent on it. Yeah, and it's true. like, you know, not you to say it's like corporate yeah. profits need to be capped at a certain point, too. But, well, I mean, yeah, within reason for sure. They definitely, I mean, it's still go amok. But also, it's kind of like when you see that, that Bob Iger, who walks away with a tip, a bonus of 30 million, yeah. you're like, you bastard. Yeah. It just drives me nuts to see him. And your people are just barely staying above poverty. That Bob Iger, as much as I think he's doing good moves for the company, He's definitely filling his pockets first, and that hurts to see that when it's like, come on, man, why you got to be such an ass? And it's just bonuses, it's not even a salary, it's bonuses, you know? So we have to put our money where our mouths are, though, really. We have like, to. There will be, where there's a void, it will be filled, so, like, if they can make money by putting this stuff out there, they're going to take it, they're, they're going to take the profit every time. Yeah. So yeah. If we stop buying the things that are made, you know, with their employees being neglected or underpaid or right. whatever, then if we, if we collectively stop buying it, and that's it's the hard part. That's what I was saying. You put Spider Man three in front of me, and it's all right, yeah. right. But but let's let's use them. Let's use the Disney money as an example. Disney will equate to like Activision Blizzard. That's be a very big equation, right? Yeah. So if it's seventy two million dollars in video game terms, that's nothing. Seventy two million dollars. So they have to realize. Or they have to do that math and see like, okay, if we piss off people by not paying our actors, and I think the one for I know for Hellblade Ten was like they got paid five thousand, but I know it's a lot more than normally. Oh, like her, the main character herself. Yeah, but Bayonetta was five thousand. That's Bayonetta three. The actress got paid five thousand. That's that. okay. shit. Yeah, but <laughs> I mean, you know what I'm saying. That's a that's a primary game. Like I hate I don't want to badmouth anything, but like the voice actors for one of the best games ever, Grand uh, God of War, are all out of Sacramento Convention right now. You know what I'm saying? They're not Brad Pitts. They're not. Yeah. They're working. They're hustling. Yeah. You know. People need to put it on the table. Exactly. Oh, no. So voice hurting stuff. It, it's tough. Get, yeah. Just, Actually, part of the podcasting uh, schooling that I went to was I have to go to, I tell Thomas about this because Thomas used to do uh, improv, yeah. like, you know, and so I was like, oh, one class I couldn't stand because we had to go with, it was a voice acting class and you have to take it as part of the degree. And so it's 50% nerds like me that are like, I like to change waveforms and do editing podcast and blah, blah, blah. The other half are all actors. Yeah. And so we had to do these acting and they're like, la, 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 and like something like the acting kids, you could tell the acting kids are like, oh, sh- calm the fuck down, dude. We're all in community college right now, you know? And Thomas, the improv guy who grew up in, I was like, oh, on the acting side, man, I freaking love it. I'm like, oh God, that's why this works out so well. We're on opposite sides of our reactions and shit, but yeah. And it's just, a, it's, we'll have to follow up on it. We'll see how things go. But yeah, they, September 26th is their last negotiation. They got approval for the strike this last weekend. So we'll see how it goes. So what happens if they don't get on? A, I don't know. We're staying on this for a while. What happens if nothing's agreed on? on September, you said 26? 26. They go on strike. And so all video game development that has voice actors has to pause. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm thinking the movies at the same time. So, okay. Yeah. That one's on pause. That's on pause right now, but they are negotiating finally. Finally, the, the producers are coming back to the table and they're starting to work on it. it. The last negotiation they had, they said, we made progress, which is better than before. So... I think we're getting before they said like the producers pretty much said we're gonna wait till they're hungry, right? They wanted to wait till they lost. Well, because they were like, well, your guys' um, leases on your mortgage or your rent and stuff like that. Yeah, you'll because like three months you get evicted. At that point, you guys will be at the eviction point, so you guys will be losing your houses. It'll be fine. Yeah. But then there was like a lot of the wealthier actors have been pitching it, like The Rock donated money. Everybody, all these bigger ones are donating money to pay for other people's rents. People. Yeah. yeah. So it's been helping a lot for that. Yeah. Interesting times, guys. All right, let's do two quick reviews. We're going to start off with One Piece. Now, 
I have not watched the anime. Jonathan, you've watched One Piece, the Netflix thing, but you haven't watched the anime either. Yeah, I put on an episode of the anime, and just the first, like, ten minutes, I was, like, cringing. I, I did not care for it. Yeah. I was trying to fold clothes while watching it, and I was like, ah. And then I realized, like, wait, this isn't the one, this isn't the new one, this is the animated one. Yeah. What am I doing? So I turned it off, and then later on, did watch the uh, the new live-action one. How far did you get in the live-action? I want to say I, w- I watched the first three episodes. Okay. I finished it. I've watched all eight. What yeah. was there? I think I'm four. Okay. I saw, but you've seen the anime. I've definitely seen past of what I've seen so far in the live okay. action. Yeah. I haven't seen how he got his hat, but I saw how he got his abilities and stuff like that. That I knew just from being in the world of geekdom. There's the image of him getting his hat is like so infamous now mm-hmm. with anime. But, mm-hmm. Yeah, that Shanks gave it to him. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, Shanks, Shanks is wearing a straw hat. So it's not too hard. <laughs> I didn't see Shanks like die or wh- however he hands it off to him. I imagine he dies, but yeah. Anyways, yeah. Uh, okay, so what is your first impression of the Netflix's uh, Straw Hat, or say the Straw Hat, but yeah. One Piece? Um, okay, so for uh, um, comparing it to the anime, I actually really enjoy it right now. Yeah. Um, I think it's definitely hitting the main parts of the beginning stories of the first couple of episodes. I think we're already for sure getting close to that 60 episode range from the anime. Oh, wow, that much of it. I was yeah. going to ask you that because yeah. I wasn't sure. Like, I'm like, after the, I feel like they didn't tell enough story by the time you get to the eighth episode. You're like, really? He's not even, yeah, a, you know, like, for a landline. So you're past, okay, so uh, did they get past the shark pirate? Like, they're done with it? Or? Let me throw out a spoiler warning right now, just to be safe. Hey, guys, spoiler warning. If you haven't watched the all the way to the end, they just beat him. Okay. So, yeah, that's around, like, 65, probably. Like, I'm asking. Wow, so they went through a lot of episodes. Yeah, they, and then uh, the shark's pretty much done. So, so everything's pretty good. There's some stuff that's missed out on, uh, which is a little bit of... Usos? No. Uso? Uso? I think it's Uso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm like trying to blank on the name now. Um, There was a little bit more to him when it was like telling the lies, and that's what I kind of missed because it was like the, um, what do you call it, like the the cry wolf, boy with cry wolf. Yeah, yeah. That was more of the story. He would always come to the village and say that and whatever helps he wanted. They showed it a little bit in the live action, but yeah, very little, but in the anime, they did it often to where like, no, these are why the people are sick of it because they always fall for that. What's the last thing you saw in the live action? Um, they are fighting. Uh, they're doing, yeah. About to fight the knives, finger knives, pirate. Okay. Forget it. I'm blanking on all They're going to do the their crab wolf thing a little more than. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But, but, uh, is, yeah, but he does it, but they're there though. Yeah. The pirates are actually there. So in the anime, he does it when they're not there. Okay. So that's why. Which is what they did in the, when they first introduced him as a kid. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So there was more of that. And I kind of like. You know, got the feels a little bit when it actually was coming down to business yeah. anime. Um, but other than that, I feel like the... Um, did they go to Nami's backstory? Yeah. Okay. That one's a pretty good one, too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I haven't seen the live action, obviously, but the anime. So, um, yeah, they're... Man, getting close to 70 episodes. That's amazing how many episodes of the anime they're... Yeah. Fil- I mean, man, this is the way to go. <laughs> At 64, they recently passed, like, the the shark problem. Okay. And they get swallowed by a fish. Did that happen in live action? No. Now I'm ruined. Yeah. <laughs> But um, I think the main points they're like really hitting what's yeah. on. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. So I think after after that phase, you're gonna get to where they get the chef on the team. Yes. Okay. Yeah. 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 I really liked that that whole world they built. They actually like straight up built the restaurant and everything. So it was cool. Oh, yeah. It's big. Yeah. It's huge. It's cool. Um. So, Jonathan, and now you're not really an anime watcher at all. The last yeah. anime I think you watched was Inuyasha. Yeah. And big O, but those were and, and, and Avatar. If we want to count Avatar, but you know, yeah, all, love Avatar. But yeah, yeah, most people probably think, consider that not anime. I know it's always a freaking debate. What do you think about it? Uh, I like it. And speaking of Avatar, I like the main character Luffy, who reminds me a lot of Aang. of Aang from yeah. Avatar. Yeah, so it has a lot of the, a lot of the same kind of vibes. It's actually what I was thinking in a live action uh, Avatar would be like. I'd prefer a live action Avatar to be a little more serious and well, but the same comp- company making. I mean, it's Netflix making that one too. So. Yeah, yeah. So I can I, w- I wouldn't be surprised if it was a lot like this. But yeah, I, I think it's great. I'm gonna yeah. keep watching it. I'm gonna think of I'm at the point where they're fighting the clown pirate. So yeah. that's only like four. Or five. Honestly, I think if you can get past a clown pirate, you can cringe past anything. Yeah, because he is such really? a good. You don't like him? Oh man, oh, he's such. When a- his head came off, I was like, "What the hell? That's well, a- no, awesome. it's cool." I- let me clarify. I really like this show. Uh, I recognize that this part would turn off people who don't know anime. Is oh, my opinion. I got you. Okay. Because I'm like, okay, he's the fact that he's so clowny. He's not even jokery clowny. He's actually got the big nose. Stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, I. It's not that I didn't enjoy it, but I would know that like, oh yeah, like 
you know, if your parents were to watch this type of thing, they would say like, what the heck? But it's so, like they for sure have to tailor it because they're reaching to the certain audience. So then it's like, if he did it look like that, people would be pissed off. Of course. Yeah, they have to hit the four quadrants plus be respectful to the original crew, yeah. obviously. And they made sure to, to really say like, it's following the manga, not the anime. Because they were really trying to make sure that, because obviously well, way more people will watch the, uh, the anime. Yeah, but it, you know what's kind of scary though is the people that will backlash on anything. Because like Cowboy Bebop, I didn't think Cowboy Bebop was that bad. Yeah. And then it, apparently it was so bad by people tanking it that they canceled after that one season. But this one's been praised by the fans so far. Uh, yeah. I was going to say everything, like the main story so far has been, it's like, dang, like, yeah, I remember all that. Like, yeah, I'm just doing a good job at recapturing. And myself, I'm an anime fan, but I don't like silly animes. And I know that One Piece, I've always been tempted to watch One Piece because I freaking love pirates. But it's also the goofiest, like it's one of the goofiest, right? So that's why I was like, eh. And I was worried about that in this. Something about it, though, like there are moments that are, there's like been two moments where I was like, okay, that's a little cringy for me. But uh, I'm still embracing it. And it reminds me, first off, a series of unfortunate events, like where you have to watch that and understand that like, yeah, they're in a place now where they all worship crows. Just you're, be on board or be gone, you know? Yeah. Have you watched the series of unfortunate, the series? Yep. Okay. The other thing you and me watch all the time, Kung Fu Hustle. Oh, Yeah. Very much that vibe. Yeah. Where it's like, like the stretching and stuff. Where it's like, this is so silly, but I mean, it's funny. It's, it, it, this world is fine. Yeah. You use just a little bit of imagination and it makes it all fit fun. Yeah. And so. And like he names his abilities and then like that reminds me like, oh yeah, there's that one Paul movie he uses like he has a named ability. Yeah. He's just a dude though. But as I'm watching it, I keep going back to Kung Fu Hustle. Like, man, that movie was actually really good. Mm -hmm. And you just have to kind of like suspense your disbelief. Those guys that play the string instruments. The coolest, dude. Oh, yeah. So cool. Yeah. Um, so it is reminding me of that, which I remember when we watched that, we always think like, oh, this is just a live action anime. And I think that's what this is. So I'm enjoying it a lot. Uh, anything else you want to say before we move on to our next thing? So this anime is over a thousand episodes. How do you think how far it's going to get? Well, if they just got 60, 60 or 70 done in the yeah, first season, then maybe we're looking at 10 years. Season really? But man, that's a long. And I know the story gets real like I do. Like yeah. this is pretty straight. I mean, now Let's, let's be honest, there's a clown that goes in multiple directions and they're fighting fish people. So, I mean, it, it's pretty wacky do now. <laughs> but I know that just from passing glances that they do some pretty extreme things. Yeah. Because the thing is, people get tired of it after so long, right? We're just talking about yeah. walking dead. So. That's true. I, one thing I really liked is how, like, Luffy, I think, took a second to get used to, especially the stretchingness. But by the end, you know, the scenes with him and, and especially him and Nami and how he's supporting Nami, I'm not spoiling him too much, but... I was like, man, I'm just so rooting for this kid yeah. just because it's like, and I think I, there was a couple times where I was like, I get it. I get why he's like some people's absolute favorite protagonist in anything. Yeah. And it's just because like, he's just a good guy. Mm -hmm. And his boy, uh, double down. Oh, I don't even want to spoil it for you, actually. Never mind. <laughs> um, any other final thoughts before we move into Starfield? Nope. And nope. Starfield. We're playing Starfield right now. I've got about eight hours. You've got about eight hours. John's not playing it. So if you've got any questions, pop in, okay? I'm digging Starfield. It feels like a clean, sharp version of a Fallout in space. The only big downside for me... Oh, by the way, we're going to give grades to... We'll give grades to One Piece at the end, but we're going to do it for both. Um, the only big downside to Starfield for me is the fact that the space travel feels a little wonky. I, I was hoping to be able to like literally just get my ship, take off, go towards that planet, and then land, but it's not. It's a lot of like going to map, going to map, going to map. What are your thoughts on Starfield in general? What's your pros and cons? Yeah, so... Um, okay, so I'll say my cons because everything else is a pro against that. Yeah. So my cons are definitely the space travel. Yeah. Um, it's not as I thought it, I was expecting it to be, and I think I was expecting it to be so clean like a Star Wars squadrons. Right. Is what I thought about it. Because when I fly in that one, I know it's like, a, you're right, it's a limited map as well, but it just feels so fluid and so... Yeah. This one's a little... So it's like essential. it's like they're trying to make it more real and it's clunky. Yeah. So it's a lot of point and clicking, really, to get to your destinations. Um, and then when you're at your destination, it just feels like I'm staying in one spot. I'm not really flying. Yeah. Until they put like the meteors in front of you or ships in front of you, then you're like, okay, I'm flying. But then and that's probably just an enclosed space, really. Yeah. Um, so other than that, you're really just like, okay, let me get to this solar system. Okay, pause, hit this mark, jump over there, whatever. Um, and I like the animation when it comes to that. I, I love yeah, my person neat. like clicking the buttons, whatever. Um, especially because uh, I like the ships. I got a new ship and I'm in different ones and everything's different about it. The cockpit, yeah, walking cool. around and... And it has like a second story now to it. And the controls are different. So I like that. Uh, another con is the inventory. I just can't stand it. It drives me crazy. Um, to the point where I yeah. feel lost when I'm looking at my guns a little bit. It's, it's a Bethesda point. inventory, though, I will say. Like, it's pretty... But even I, 
Yeah. Yeah. It needs to improve though. Yeah. Because if I pick up a new rifle and I want to compare it to my old rifle, it's hard to do the comparison side by side. True. True. Because I, it's only going to compare like my equipped weapon. Yeah. And that drives me crazy. So something cleaner and smoother would be nice there. Um, let's see. I thought I had like a, a third problem with it. There was something else to. For the most part, though, like the I think the voice acting and the the uh, um, all the acting has been really good. The story I've really enjoyed. The world they're building I already have factions that I like and dislike, and that's something that's definitely Fallout. That's definitely Skyrim. Like in Skyrim or any of those Elder Scrolls games, like you sure you kind of have favorite towns. That's already happened to me. Like, I really like New Atlantis. It's my favorite place now. And stuff like that. Um, again, yeah, the ship travel's busted. Combat is clean. The shooting combat. I, I'm not a melee guy anyways. Yeah, I've tried to come. It's, it's fine. I mean, yeah. I just feel like it's just hitting them. Yeah. Uh, yeah so, uh, but my third note was maps. Like, when I'm just on somewhere to point something out to me. On New Atlantis, I really had to learn where the gunsmith or where the gun shop was or right. where the clothing was. I didn't like the fact that they didn't want to re like to buy the stuff that you want to sell them because you want to go to the specific store for it yeah that's fine just point that stuff out so i know where i'm going instead of like having a research of like where can i get rid of my yeah i in new atlantis and i literally had to like look at the signs exactly. and go like if i was in an actual town yeah and then now i know where everything's at but yeah it takes a while to do that kind of like whatever about it you know yeah that's true that wasn't yeah so favored into that have you had that stop and look at the grass moment yet graphically Honestly, no. I have. I've in New Atlantis. I I was like, oh wait, my settings are down. So I turned them all the way up to the top. Man, this shit is so sharp. You're on PC. Yeah. On Xbox Series X. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I was gonna ask if you ended up if you pulled the trigger on that deal or not. Because if not, I did. Like, oh, I just by anything that it took too long. <laughs> yeah. No, I did, and it feels fine. I mean, some some reports said that it was really smooth. Nah, it's not. Yeah. It's smooth. Obviously, I'll play on PC. Right well, it's locked at second. 30 frames per second on that Xbox. But it does, that doesn't really bother me. There's okay. some parts where you like feel a little itch, but or itch or whatever you say, but it, that doesn't really bother me. But it's not people saying it's like smooth, you know, like butter or whatever. It's it's not. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, any questions out uh, of you? Yeah. How fast pace is the game? Does it feel like you're you're consistently moving forward or is there kind of a lull sometimes in between? Steps? I'd say you're consistently moving forward, but it's relaxed pacing like you would expect out of like think think of the beginning of skyrim uh you're one of your very first missions is to go up to the top of the mountain and then discover the fact that you can do the dragon breath thing like that takes a while to do yeah that kind of thing that's, that's one thing i kind of didn't like is it, it seems like there's a long a lot of travel time or a long like transition in between missions or you know like you're saying that yeah the the traveling on the ship it's kind of like well it's a whole thing to get in my ship and find where i'm going and actually get there yeah and then once I get there and I land, I got to get out of it and find the town and find the right person to talk to. It's like just all that wandering or that slow transition between yeah. is like bogs me down and makes do I lose interest in games sometimes. That's a fair point. And, and what I'm arguing that they should make it to where there's more flying around in your ship, it, I probably would be arguing the opposite way if I actually had it. Because they'd be like, oh my God, all I'm doing is pointing at this one planet so far away. Yeah. And then I keep running into pirates along the way. Like I, you know, so... I guess it is better than, like you say, Skyrim, where you, I would normally, even if I could fast travel, still book it on the horse because I want to be in engaged in the world. Yeah. So that's true. I know, like, for Red Dead Redemption, I never fast traveled. I only just rode on the horse because it was such a perfect game. Man. So, yeah, I think where I'm pausing the most that is uh, figuring out how to do something because it wasn't explained very well. Yeah. Um, and I guess, like, oh, it's a game where we want you to try to, you know, explain yeah. and figure out things yourself. No, fuck that. This game's already 80 hours probably for a story. Uh, yeah. So, and and a lot of the side quests are just like if you overhear somebody talking about something, you yeah. got, the idea is that like two people are talking about like, oh yeah, here there's a treasure on the moon, and then so you were like, oh, there's treasure on the moon, and you're going, but of course, in game that means it added it to your side quest. Yeah. So there's a lot of things that come up, and I'm like, okay, let me not worry about that yet because I'm currently going to this direction, or else I'll be distracted. But I now I know like I can go back and look that up. Oh yeah, there's treasure on the moon. Yeah. So let's go ahead and give this thing a grade. What would you grade, Starfield? Okay, so the, uh, I'm going to range it because I'm yeah. still like eight hours is obviously super tiny. For right, right. Uh, I'm at a seven to eight, but it's not going to go above eight. I can confirm that right now. So, I'm so, so will it be flat? Are you going to go, you're going to go seven and a half? Yeah. I'll do that. So you want to go C plus? We do letter grades. Yeah, I got to make the graphics for Instagram. B minus for you. I'm going to go B minus for me as well, actually. Yeah. Um. I'm having a lot of fun. Mm. I think the traversal, which can make or break a game, like Spider-Man, I think is made by its traversal. 
Spider-Man's already a super good game. Metro Versal makes it to where I'll play that game over again just because yeah. of that. And for this one, it's hurting. And so I'm gonna, it's going down to a B minus for me. Okay. Looking back at One Piece, let's grade that. I'm going to say, I'm going to say by the end, it got up to an A minus. It was a B plus for me almost the entire time. Then once it got to the Nami story, uh, this is A minus. This is in the A range now for me. Yeah. What do you guys go with your grid for? That was so fun. Yeah, I was in the same like B plus or A minus, but I'll go A minus. Yeah. What are you thinking? Over yeah. There? I'm not finished with this. I don't, I don't, um, I don't know. I have really thought about from what you're describing that it does tell the story of Nami and it has been hitting important parts of it. I could see it. Yeah. yeah easy A. There we go. Good casting on that. I was surprised yeah. by it. I, when they first announced casting, I was like, boy, this doesn't look anything like the anime. So a little bit, you know, I didn't know. I know there's the people who were a lot more angry there than me. I'm on board with all of it. Honestly, all the casting. Yeah. That was pretty good. All right. So we're going to do recommendations for the week. Squeaks, let's go to you. Uh, I'm just glued to... Oh man, I'm trying to get back on this World of Warcraft before BlizzCon, but it's so hard when you yeah. hit Starfield. I would wait till you get closer. Don't worry about playing it now. Wait till you get closer to the world. We'll bust out the new character or something like that. Oh God, no, I can't do it. And the character <laughs> you just got me a new character. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I still have to recommend Starfield. Uh, so, I know we just talked about it. It's an odd thing right now this week, right? Um, I haven't played Baldur's Gate, and I know that just came out on PS5. I like it. Yeah. But I will go Starfield. I'm, I'm, I am a Bethesda fan. I do love my fallouts. Um, and no matter what people are saying about this, and there's going to be those people out there on the um, PlayStation only fans, like don't give me, I'm a part of the PlayStation only fans. Gotcha. <laughs> so odd but um, look what's funny. Like, case. like you hear these like really uh, reviews that are just shitting on Starfield, right? Because it's, it's like, yeah, I feel like it's the opportunity. It's of worst thing. Really happened something, yeah. right? And then they just want to clown. Don't listen to that crap. Starfield's a great game. Yeah. And uh, just. My recommendation sounds weird now. So, because PlayStation, the company, is so desperate with Starfield coming out, they have insane sales on the consoles. Uh, so, check out the console sales over on PlayStation. I picked up a couple that were just like, you know, 15 bucks for a game that I've been wanting for. I think I got the Tony Hawk game for like 15 bucks, something like that. So, okay. um, it's a good time to go shopping on your PlayStation as well. And then when you're done being Starfield, go play those. <laughs> I gotta say, if you guys haven't been watching Ahsoka, it was really good too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I'm loving Ahsoka. Yeah. Yeah, I really am. Uh, I just talked to my pet, my dog Groomer, and uh, he he brought up a good point that the orb she finds that shows the the map on there yeah. it's the same from the Jedi Survivor Jedi Fallen Order games. Do you know? Have you noticed it's exactly like in uh, Treasure, Treasure Planet? Planet. Yeah. yeah, it's like what the heck? So now we need to find out the Treasure Planet is part of the Star Wars universe, right? I mean, oh, really? Look, they could tie that in super <laughs> easy. And then Daniel could lose his shit over the princess from that one. Remember, he always defended her up to death in Treasure Planet. Yeah. Oh no, it's from Atlantis. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. My God. They're both forgotten movies. They're both like unwashed movies. Go watch Ferngully instead. Hey, <laughs> you forgot about Ferngully. Huh? That's yeah. been a while. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you very much for joining us this week. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.